Girl Pots got in time. January 26th, 2023. Um, we are experimenting. You may be watching this as I'm saying it. You may not be. We're experimenting with video tonight. So, um, again, just a first run. We'll see how it goes. I'm making adjustments as we speak. Todd's pounding a diet fresca or something. I don't know what it is. What is that? Oh, DMD. I actually had it's DMD. The do, baby. Do, baby. Today. It's the do, baby. I stopped at a gas station and picked up a... Here, it's actually... You can see the actual cup. For those of you Ooh, on YouTube. Polar pop. Good Lord. I think it's uh, 40, 100 ounces. I don't know. It's a lot. It's huge. 44? Of Wait, DMD. You didn't finish it? No, I finished it. This is the second round. Uh. Refilled with <laughs> surplus of Coke Zero from home. Um, <clears throat> obviously. That was a bad chaser. No, it was... Trust me. I, I'd sucked it down to just ice at that point. But it's the good ice. Ooh, you hear that? ASMR. Anyway. Sure. Um, so we'll get to my ski day in a second. I did want to, breaking news, I did want to talk about, I assume you heard this or saw this, Succession Season 4 uh, announced its first episode March 26th. Oh. Very exciting. Way sooner than I would have thought. They're only like, yeah, we'll have a new season in seven years. But no, yeah. they were, uh, Spring. let's get on it. <clears throat> we, I think we talked about this before. Did we say May or April? Yeah. We heard spring, and it's like, all right, May 30th. Or June 20th, I guess, would be the last day of springs. But no. HBO's on the ball. So uh, that's exciting. They I also, my, in the article I cough, read, gave away... My cough button might not work on this. In I'm the video. Exact, I'm not exactly sure how the sound works, so... Apologies. It worked. It worked on the audio. Yeah, I know right. it works may, on the you audio. You guys may But if, if you're a YouTube junkie, you might Also, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm eating my dinner. Yes, always. Meatballs, mashed potatoes, and green beans. Always got the balls in his mouth. Always with the balls in my mouth. Anyway, so that's exciting. And that also gives me a deadline by which I need to get my wife caught up on Succession which is March 26th. I have to watch all three seasons before March 26th. Unlikely to happen, but we'll see. We'll see if I can pull it off. Um, Todd, I went skiing today. I mentioned that. You mentioned it pre-call, pre-record. Pre-recording, that's true. Um, went to Keystone. The high today at the base of Keystone was 15. Yeah, I heard Below it was, was cold as... Yeah, which is... Tatas. The low is negative three, and I, I, I ski with a friend of mine who was out here vacationing, and um, at, at one point we stopped a ski patrol and were asking a question about a lift they're going to build. It doesn't matter. The details don't matter. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me about this lift you might be building over here over this peak? Is that That's a great impersonation. <laughs> it, it, it sounded exactly like that, actually. I'm sure no, it was supposed to be built. It was supposed to be built this year, and long story short. Yo, motherfucker, where the lift at? Well, like that's that? what I said. That's what I said. And she responded very positively. She was like, I don't know why you call me motherfucker. But since you said yo, which is what I respond to well. No, but she said... Um, her, name, her name was actually yo. Her name was Annie from Anchorage, according to her name tag. Anyway, she said it'll be their next season, but it will be, be the highest peak in Keystone when it's built, when you get off the lift. But she then said, before we parted ways, she said... But you wouldn't have wanted to be up there this morning anyway because the wind chill was negative 35. And I said, yeah, you got that right. 
Yeah, exactly. That that chills me to the bone cool, just, just thinking, thinking about, about it. it. Um, but no, it was a good day. Partial bluebird, partial clouds, but uh, nice snow. We've had a decent winter. So, where? Wait, wait, wait. You can't have here. Partial, we go back it up. Partial bluebird. Like it was bluebird at times, oh, and then it okay. would, the clouds would roll through at times. Yeah. There was some blue. There were lots of birds. Gotcha. Well, there were some clouds. Anyway. Okay. Um, so how was the snow? You didn't. I don't know if you said. This I, I did. You weren't listening. The snow was good. Um, the snow was. Uh, we've we've had a good year this year for snow production. There was some tree skiing to be had. Um, very few like slick spots. Good coverage. Couple bump runs. Keystone's a cool mountain. Yeah. It's very. Uh, it's got some good uh, good runs there. So is uh, had a good time. Is copper part of the uh, Epic Pass or just no. Keystone? Copper is part of but the A Icon Basin Pass. is part of Keystone as well or not? A Basin used to be part of Epic until two years ago. They went independent for, I believe, a season or two. And I think they are now also part of the Icon Pass. Ooh. Which, again, is the competitor a to big fuck you to Epic. Epic. Which is a tragedy because I love A Basin. I've said that before on this show and certainly talking to you. A Basin's an awesome mountain. It's isn't mostly there, above tree Isn't there line. another mountain built into Keystone, though? North another Star mount- or something? Like another resort? I thought there was no. some other thing. Is Keystone, A-Basin, and Copper are close to each other, though, right? Like yes. In the same general vicinity. And Breckenridge. They're all, Breckenridge, that was the other one. They're all within 15 minutes, 20 minutes of each other. If you're at one, you can get to one of the other within 15, 20 minutes. But you can't, A-Basin you can't and Keystone are like five them, minutes apart. I'm guessing? You cannot ski between them. No. Did you used to be able to? No. Hmm. Are you thinking of Snowshoe and Silver Creek? No. Because they are now one resort. I don't know oh, really? But you can't. Can that happened many years ago. Between those two. You can now, yeah. That's fancy. I bet that's now a, that they joined forces. A lovely, boring ass flat trail between the two. <laughs> I can't even imagine. There <laughs> needs to be a rope tow if there isn't already, but I imagine there is not. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, it was a good day, but yeah, the, the your epic icon thing, yeah, that's like a battle in Colorado, like Vale, Beaver Creek, Breckenridge, Keystone. I think I'm missing one in Colorado. We're all Aspen. epic. No, not Aspen. Is Aspen I icon? Think, Aspen must be. I think Aspen is icon. Aspen Winter Park, <clears throat> Copper, A Basin. I think this is right. You can look it up one. Do uh, not you? Anyway. Does Wolf Creek yeah. and or the other one down there near Wolf Creek, do they have they sworn an allegiance? Is that the name of it? Wolf I Creek? I don't know. That's so far. The other one's like Durango, right? I don't think that's what you're thinking of, but maybe that that's, wasn't the one that we would have gone like to. That. Wolf Creek and what the fuck is the other one? Man, that's funny. I haven't thought about Wolf Creek in years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they are. I don't know if they have their have their own pass or have a pass allegiance, if you will. Since that's the term that we're using, it's a good question though. I'm looking. They have a I season pass. Okay. It would very clearly say Icon or Epic. I know it's not Epic, but if it was I mean, part of I one got of those, some, this the janky ass website. I gotta say. Well, then it's probably not part of one of the bigger pass. Because <laughs> I think all the websites are created. Oh, at least Purgatory for those the is the pass. other place. What's the other one? Purgatory. Purgatory. I remember that. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> Park City is also epic. Obviously, Heavenly, Kirkwood, and North Star are epic. 
And then there's a few back east. There's a couple in Japan. I think there's one in France now. They keep adding them just to jack up the price. Because they're like, yeah, everyone that skis in Colorado is going to go to Japan. So because we've added that to Epic, we're going to increase the price by 8% or 10% or whatever. It's very expensive. We've talked about this before. Perhaps on this podcast, perhaps not. I'm not 100% sure. Season pass for Purgatory is also independent. I mean, I guess it's interesting because they're so isolated. Maybe they're like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to those mountains, I mean, I guess I don't know how far it is from Denver. But I think it's much further it's than the places it's I'm in talking. Southwest Colorado, if I believe, if I remember yeah. correctly. Crested Butte's in the same in the same boat. It's like way on the other side. <clears throat> I think it's near Grand Junction. Steamboat Springs, same thing. Steamboat is like three three and a half hours from from Denver, so it just doesn't. It's just in a separate category. But like once you start driving west from Denver, theoretically of the major resorts, you hit A Basin, then Keystone, then Copper, then so, Breckenridge yeah, Vale. Purgatory is a good seven hours from Denver. Yeah, yeah, that's a haul. It's well, way then how past did... Crested Butte. Let me ask you this: If you recall. <laughs> Did we fly into Denver to go to those places? We wouldn't have done a seven-hour from car ride. Arkansas from there. From Arkansas there. was that the only time we went to Wolf Creek in Purgatory? I feel like was we that went one there year? a couple of times, but so do I. Have to ask our pops that question. See if he remembers. He might not. Probably not. The world may never know. Anyway, so that's your epic icon local ski resort update. How's the uh, uh, Wolf how are Creek? The slopes is a, in Maryland? a scant five hours from. Uh, See, that's better. Denver. I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, good five-hour drive from days. I wouldn't. Day pass. Yeah, no, I was bitching about it this morning. I was leaving like 7.15. I was like, oh, this is such a long drive. Mostly because of traffic. It should be like an hour and a half, but with traffic, it's closer to two hours every time, which sucks. But anyway. Um, what now? What are you asking me? I was asking that's how the Baltimore cool skiing is. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. <clears throat> there is a place. So. There's a thing called there's a place a place called the theta place there's a place called deep creek which i there's a deep creek deep creek <clears throat> yes which i believe there's the resort's name is wisp there might be other resorts mm. there that you can ski in western merland um but what's the like, vertical feet uh, it's got 800 be let me see wisp it's By the way, Todd, now that we're in Henry video, Merland. Uh, let's see. What'd you can't you just be looking shit up all the time. Now Why that we're in video, we do that anyway. Uh, I know. I'll wait. The uh, what do you think the the lift ticket is at Wisp? On a weekday, <clears throat> sure, seventy five dollars. One oh five on a weekend. Hold on. That's my guess. Lift tickets. Boy, 70, I really thought you had if that. You, if you pre-buy it, it's uh, seventy-six dollars. So I guess that means it's more than that. It's a hundred bucks. Jesus. Christ. Wow. Can we get a ding, ding, ding? I was off by a hundred pennies. That's pretty fucking impressive. Um, that's for every day, or that's for what did you day? say that? Uh, I said seventy five. Says resort all day tickets. I don't. I don't think. I mean, no one's paying that. 
No. It's listed as weekday and weekend at the same thing. Oh, to, okay. I'm trying to get the uh, the vertical here. You should go. You should take your kids to Will of the Wisp or whatever the hell you call it. My uh, my daughter is interested in going skiing. <clears throat> Uh, well, you told me she joined the ski club. No, no, no. She wanted to join the ski she club. She wanted to. That's right. But uh, they have a base of 20 inches, which I'm sure is, like, huge for them. Sure. Uh, New record. It looks like How many runs? Five chairs. No, six chairs. Seven chairs. Holy shit. Okay. That's way bigger than I would have thought. Uh, I have to admit. I mean, I there's two. a terrain park. <clears throat> Why wouldn't there be? Because. They would have 30 inches, but they built a terrain park, so they <laughs> scraped 10 inches off the entire map. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what the vertical is. What the fuck, man? That's very challenging. I don't know where they the list internet. that. Oh, okay. I guess, I mean, I could look that up separately. I was trying to get it through there. All right, let's see. Wisp, 700 vertical drop at Wisp. Ooh. 700 feet. Should have, should have taken the under. I said nine. That's impressive. 700 what, what vertical What do you think Ski Beach's uh, lift ticket is? The lift ticket? Yeah. You think it's it's got to be a hundo if fucking Wisp is 100? I'm going to go 95. I'm going to think they're going to try and discount it to bring people in. You can get a season tic- season pass to Ski Beach if you want. For how much? Uh, I don't eight, know. Eight bucks? Oh, okay. Why would I get a season... Why would anyone get a season pass to Ski Beach? Unless you live down the road, which no one does. So if you get a weekday season pass, 235 That's actually not bad. I'm not going to lie to you. But again, you'd have to live within 20 minutes of that place to want to actually go there. Yeah, they have all these stupid... I forgot they had all these like dumbass tickets. You can get ladies' night slope ticket. Fifteen dollars. They do have night skiing. I forgot. About night that. session is twenty six dollars. Day session. Oh, is that 95. just a regular day pass? Thirty eight. The fuck, man. Shut up. How are they still awake? Wait, wait. That's a junior open? or senior, but adult no. tickets only forty eight bucks. I thought everybody was like about a hundred. That's very affordable. Now, the problem is you have to wear ice skates instead of skis in order to ski at Ski Beach. But They also have the, uh, for a similar price, you can get the Twilight ticket from 1 okay. p.m. through night skiing. I don't know if you remember Love that. that I do. Um, I remember they, it at a winter Some place, place in, in Washington State had that because sometimes we would go after studio and ski like afternoon and night skiing. This is when you were in grad school. Yeah, I think it was Crystal. Not when you were a professional dancer. When you say in studio, you need to explain that. <laughs> Sorry, my architecture studio in grad school. <clears throat> you can get a beach pass slope ticket for 60 but I, it's unclear what that is. Oh, 9 a.m. till close. So that's the whole day. The full day. Do you I think would... we ever did night skiing at Ski Beach? I don't think we did. We did at Winter Place. I don't think we've ever done it at Ski Beach. I bet we have. You don't think so? I'll bet you 50 cents we have not. I'm curious how much sugar is. Hey, Todd. This is fascinating. Is this going to be the whole episode? or 
<laughs> Are we gonna move on? Oh shit. We can talk about something else. I just wanna I just wanna check on what the uh I'm not gonna fucking talk about another thing until you stop looking I'll up listen. random North I'm Carolina ski resorts. Shut the fuck up. Just Are you? Yes. All right. Listen really again. Quickly, you... Sugar Mountain Resort, individual yes. ticket pricing, full day, fitty. Boom. That's very affordable. See, that one's closer to society, too. Like, that's in Boone, I think, technically. So, like, college kids, that's very reasonable. Oh, but on the weekend, 84. Fuck, man. Jeez. Friday is not part of the weekend, though. I mean, no, it isn't. But starting in March, the prices dropped to $38 for midweek. And 63 on the weekend. Because they know there's not any snow in March. Bit of advice. <laughs> Don't wait until March. You may be on one lift and one run at that point. Just cat tracking down the same run over and over. So, stepping away from this god-awful portion of the podcast, though kind of staying parallel. So, you would consider taking your daughter... To teach her how to ski, would you would you want to train train teach your daughter to train? Ski? Yeah, we, we've been doing some uh, some lunges and some weightlifting to get her in shape for skiing. No, um, clearly you have not. I'm talking about would you teach hey, her how to ski? I did the peloton today, but um, okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I I think I'd rather get her a lesson. I mean, I could teach her, but she'd just fucking complain the whole time. If she had a lesson, there's. Like should get more. Someone else could handle her complaint. <laughs> well, I just like if similar to like me helping with her homework, she gets mm-hmm. more frustrated with me than I assume she would with her teacher. If that makes because sense. she doesn't see you as an authority figure. No, just be you. Know, I mean, maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what? God, I hate to ask this because you're gonna fucking look it up. Like lessons are. Expensive, though. Like, would you do, like, a ski school thing or a private lesson? Uh, I mean, pr- I, I assume ski school. I don't know. Especially when you're first learning. Yeah. You don't need a private instructor to say pizza and fries. Like, you don't need to pay $200 a day for that. Pizza and day. fries? Is that wedge? Pizza and fries. <laughs> wedge and then straight. I don't, I don't remember that description. but I don't remember that either, but I, that's what I hear people say now. Pizza and fries! I don't think they just yell them. They're trying to teach them yeah, how to do it. You never so, know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's something she would learn better. This is your the older of your two daughters, correct? Yes, my elder daughter. I mean, I think my younger daughter would like it, too. But Well, I think she likes most things that your older daughter does. Just kind of follows in the foots. Don't want to miss out, you know. Um, well, that'd be exciting. Yeah, I was when I was skiing with my buddy today, I was saying as soon as my daughter can walk and stay up i'm gonna bring her up here get her learning early probably not next season but maybe the next season too soon thoughts what? uh you not before that. three yeah that's why i said not next season but the next season <clears throat> yeah she'll be three she's about to turn one then two i mean i was telling somebody else i think it was my coworker. i was like she doesn't have kids, but I was like, if you have kids, because she was going to Crested Butte with her husband and his okay. family, who I guess are big skiers. I was like, I was like, if and when you have kids, I would suggest like go on a like 
sunny, nice day, like start out on like perfect weather because kids are fucking whiners. Well, the the only memory I have, I mean, I have a couple, but the key memories I have from skiing at Ski Beach, which for those that don't know, which is probably everyone, is where Todd and I essentially learned to ski, is in the North Carolina mountains, is freezing my ass off. The snow was terrible, like being it, being cloudy and like sleeting, just just terrible memories of Ski Beach. I don't remember any like sunny days, just like cruising down the slopes. Sunny days. You know? I, I remember our father... <laughs> I remember one day we were, it was super fucking cold and we went inside to get hot chocolate. And I believe I may be smashing these memories together. Possibly. Our father saying, be careful, it's icy. And then slipped on the ice and busted his ass. And we all had a good laugh about it. <laughs> I could see that happening for sure. I don't remember that specifically. But I remember sure getting, because I, I remember also we would. We get hot chocolate. I don't. I never really liked hot chocolate, but especially at ski resort, hot chocolate. And our father just Here drinking it straight out of the uh, carafe, <laughs> molten shit, and us like blowing on. Yeah, it for it's, it's still minutes. bubbling, and I'm just like holding the cup, warming my hands up, which are invariably always cold. Um, but yeah, so I, you're absolutely right. I I think you go, you do spring skiing if possible. You do it on a warm sunny day if possible. And you make it as enjoyable an experience early as possible because and just assume, especially if you're starting at three, do it for a couple hours. I mean, if they're if they're into yeah, it, yeah, it's not a go full as long day, as they want, but yeah, no, I I get that, I get that for sure. But um, what was I going to say? But yeah, like I vividly remember at either seven, eight, nine years old, thinking I don't ever want to do this anymore. Like I hated <laughs> skiing. So th- thankfully, in retrospect, I got over that hump somehow at some point. But I was constantly cold. You know, at that point, we were still falling and probably crying, like you said, and whining and that sort of stuff. And I'm sure you'll deny doing that. But um, I never did it just that. wasn't fun. I was it just wasn't something I enjoyed. You know, I never had new equipment. I always got your hand-me-down shit. Yeah. So. And it was shit. It was, sh- it was yeah, shit it from was, the get-go. It was like used stuff that we bought for me. So it was like extra used yeah. for you. <laughs> I vividly remember the first time I ever got a package of skis and poles and boots. It was $50. Dad, like, bartered with some guy at some store. And I think it was those, it wasn't the Atomics, the bright yellow Atomics. It was the pair before that for me. I don't know. They were tiny. They were, like, 80s, you know. And uh, oh, the, the red boots. Yeah, the skis. The red boots oh, with the one Rosignals. buckle. We had some, we had some like, beat We had some Rosies. The purple Razzies. Yeah, I remember I remember most of my skis. I do remember, uh, I think... Over the years. Dad bought either you or me new boots. And he was like, you know what? I never paid for those boots. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. I went in, and they were sitting on the counter, and they're like... He's like, are these mine? They're like, yeah. And he's like, cool. And he just took them and left. <laughs> and they never charged him. What? I just remember him telling me that story. How does how does that work? Like were they I, fitting them somehow? I think they had I think maybe we had gotten them fit and they're like in the back or they had to like do something to them and we, he was picking them up later but I think the peop, the the bros in the back who were I'm sure stoned and like waxing skis assumed they had been paid for but they had not mm-hmm. been. It was more like COD and dad just picked them up and left. From the uh, what was that place on Decker? 
Tyrolia Ski House or whatever that thing Alpine. Is. Alpine Ski Center. Oh, yeah. Remember that well. <clears throat> I never heard that story. That's crazy. They must have been your boots then, because I feel like I would have known that if they were for me. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. This was many, many years ago. 35 years ago or something. It's funny. Probably. So I was talking to my coworkers, the one who went skiing or yes. with, with her husband in Crested Butte, and just talking about how much lift prices, because like, just like thinking about paying for boots, I, I feel like gear has, it's definitely gone up since we were kids, but... Not the way yes. lift tickets have. Like lift tickets have, are fucking astronomically more expensive. Like I feel like skis were, whatever, five hundred to a thousand dollars. There have been that price for a long time. In that range, I know that's well, a big range, but it is a big range. Here, here's what I'll say. I was going to disagree with you, because I don't I, know if I can. I just remember like when we yeah. got back when uh, Heavenly Season passes. You could get that early bird deal, and it was like three hundred fifty bucks, or maybe yeah, three fifty dollars, three sixty something like that. Now it's like a thousand dollars, or eight or nine. No, seven. my Tahoe passes five eighty. No, I thought it was more than that. Never mind. But well, yeah. just day passes back then. I feel like we're like seventy five dollars now. They're like two hundred dollars, and that was like fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah, we we looked up the. Don't start. We looked up the day day pass prices in an episode not that long ago, and yeah, they're they're unbelievable. They're insane. But but and the, what I was going to say, me they they limit the number of season tickets. Yes, they do. Because we, as we looked a month or so ago, there were none. They weren't selling it anymore, which tells me that they're like, all right, we sold our our quantity. I mean, but if you're in February, that you've also probably I know. sold all you're going to sell. But 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 let's say, I mean. Let's say I just moved here from Germany and I love skiing and I want to pay eight hundred dollars for a I full price season. Why wouldn't you sell it to for me? my tickets to the heavily to ski? Yes, ski house. Um, but no, what I was going to say on the on the the gear prices, and this is not a joke. This is just true. I wouldn't know what off the rack skis cost because I never fucking got any. I know, everything but... I bought, everything I've ever purchased for skis, and until my current pair of boots were were used. So yeah, it was a couple hundred really? bucks, but Jeez. yeah, I never got any new anything. Everything was used, and used it's fine. I'm not complaining about it, but I, I don't know someone else. Oh, you just bought them used. Well, again, as I said, like for my first five pairs of skis, <laughs> they were yours, your skis, and yes, your but boots. You haven't had my skis for some time. No, because I've only had two diff- two pairs of skis for the past twenty five years. Oh so, really? Jesus, how so old of are your skis now? My current skis are probably twelve years old. You should get some new skis. And then the pair before Come are my two or three. In. You got some money. You can buy yourself a new Dinosaur. pair of skis. I love my skis though. I should get them tuned, but I don't. I don't want new skis. Get them tuned. They still then. do what I need them to do. I sh- I will. I, after today, I'm like, I really need to get these tuned. You're doing. You're sticking and slide like not gliding across the snow. That's me. They weren't. <laughs> I thought you were seizing. I was like, "Are you okay? I don't know what the hell you were doing?" Yes. No. No. That that wasn't necessarily happening. But I just need a good. Here we go. Show title. I just need, need a, good a good wax lube. job. Oh. <laughs> lube. What what ski tech are you taking your skis to? We're gonna put some lube on the base here, Todd. What do you think? To basically lubricate how you move across the snow. But 
Yeah, I understand. Saying you need a good wax um, is not as fun as saying you need a good lube. It's debatable. Um, <laughs> you get the wax first, then you need the lube. You need the wax and then the lube. I'll, I'll try to name this episode more appropriately based on what we're going to talk about later. But anyway, um, as opposed to you need the wax and the lube. Um, Todd, let's switch gears. We've talked long enough about this skiing crap that no one cares about. True. Um, the Eagles are in the NFC Championship game. Hell this yeah! Coming Sunday. What do you think their chances are against the 49ers of San Fran? Where's the game, by the way? Is it in Philly? Yeah, it's in Philadelphia. They're the number one okay. seed. I, I I thought that, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. Okay, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't want to NFL be too corner with Todd, but uh, I I feel like their chances are good. I mean, they beat the shit out of the Giants. True. Uh, San Francisco has a, a thus far impressive like rookie quarterback, but he's you know that as Simmons would say, his sphincter will start tightening in this game. So, <laughs> as a lot of people would say. But also, but like, namely I mean, Wilson. I just think he has more. I mean, uh, Hertz is not like a ten-year veteran. He's only third year, fourth year. Um, but yeah. he's he's had some experience. He was in the playoffs last year. Um, I the Eagles, I think, are good. They feel like they're playing well. I mean, they have injuries, but they. I don't know. I I feel good about their chances. Um, I mean, if and I, losing, I will also say they're also at by home, the way, so it's going to be fucking crazy. That helps. I will also say Jalen Hurts has a bunch of experience from college as well. Like he's been in big, he's yeah, been yeah, in big he's, moments. He's been in big games. I mean, I don't life. know if you've seen on Instagram all the uh, um, Hurts versus. I have not. The, I guess they played in college. I can't remember the name of the San Francisco quarterback. Oh, right now. okay. I didn't realize that. Um, and I think Hurts won, but I mean, or was it when he was at Alabama or when he uh, was Oklahoma? At I believe Oklahoma. Okay. <clears throat> What's his name? Purdy? Yeah, I mean, it'll... I think Purdy's his name for. Oh, is it Brock name. Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy, yeah. I don't know. I'm barely paying attention, but I just knew you'd have some thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I I feel good about it. They could easily get their asses kicked. I mean, who knows? That's football. That's why they play <laughs> the game, okay. as the kids say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited. I I won't be attending this year's uh, NFC Championship like I did when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. But why not? Uh, it's right down the road. It's very expensive. Sorry, it's right down the road. I'm sure it is, but you could still get some. Well, fucking I nosebleeds. need somebody to go with me. Yeah, I yeah. The nosebleeds are very expensive. When I went with Ricky, what are we talking? Two fifty three hundo. What are we talking this year, though? Have you have you actually looked? I'm sure it's a similar price. I mean, you got to buy at secondary market, so let's. Of course. On pod sponsor FanDuel. So that adds forty five percent. Yeah, proud sponsor tonight's pod FanDuel. Wait, do they do tickets? Shit, not FanDuel. I don't know. Um, StubHub, StubHub.com. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, this is gambling. <laughs> I heard too many podcast ads. MGM Sports. Oh wait, no, that's gambling. All right, let's see, 49ers yeah. and the Eagles. I will look for. Cheapest seats. Should I do two Doesn't tickets or one ticket? Just see one. One ticket. Six hundred. Lowest bucks. prices. Six hundred bucks. I mean, you know, you only live once. Make it happen, Captain. Uh, if you want to sit in the lower bowl, you're looking at 
1200 bucks, 13. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's pricey, man. But again, it's all about the experience. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, you can, sorry, you can get a lower bowl. Like a uh, little corner seat for $900. Corner, corner end zone for a grand. Yeah, corner end yeah, zone no, for 900 bucks. <laughs> when you guys, when you and Ricky went, did you, how'd you get there? Did you take a train? I know we talked about this. No. Uh, well, yes, we drove up and then went to a record store, parked in a parking garage, and then took the train into the stadium. Took the train from there. Okay. I mean, it was like like light rail kind of train, if I remember correctly. Sure. Yeah, no, I get that. And the best part about that game is it was so close. Yeah. <laughs> Before kickoff. Ricky um, fearing for his life. He had a Minnesota I would hat be, that he never put on. <laughs> I would be so pissed if I had literally traveled across the country, paid $500 for a ticket, sat in what I assume was a cold environment to watch my team get their ass completely handed to them. I don't remember it being that cold. I mean, I'm sure it was, but it wasn't. Really. I mean, there were, wasn't like freezing. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was chilly, but there were it was packed with people, too, and there's a lot of energy. Again. A lot of body heat. Yeah, a lot of body <laughs> a lot heat. A lot of body heat from the local men. Um, body heat. That's fun. Okay. Well, good. Any uh, predictions on the score? No. Eagles 49ers? Not going to do that. What about the other game? Kansas City and whoever the hell they're playing. The. Is it the Browns? Bengals. Bengals, right? Oh, uh, yeah, the Bengals. That's Burrow right. versus Mahomes. Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, everybody's all super high on Burrow. I I don't know. I feel like Mahomes, if if, if ankle, he's healthy, if his ankle's not broken, I got I got to roll with KC. Did and, you watch that play? Yeah, Ooh, ugly to watch. I also like want to pull for Andy Reid, former Eagles, former head coach. Philadelphia coach, Todd, um, with the uh, never say die. Uh, Companionship for the. I mean, if I have players to, if I have to pull for somebody in the AFC, I might as well pull for Andy Reid. And Mahomes yeah. is pretty awesome to watch. Not when he was hobbling around. <laughs> yeah, barely handing like, the ball off. <laughs> I was like, if you're hopping between plays, maybe you shouldn't be out I, on the field. <laughs> I could not believe. It, uh, Jamie and I were watching that game because we were rooting for Jacksonville because former Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence and former former Clemson running back Travis Etienne. Are the the core of the Jacksonville? He's from France, uh, right? No, um, but France South, Louisiana, from um, South Carolina. <clears throat> but that was, um, yeah, that was crazy. I was like, he he's a half a billion. Do- speaking of, of Mahomes, he's a half a billion dollar investment, and they're putting him back out there. I understand it's a playoff game, but. They also they put in the backup who drove eight, 98 yards and scored on his first drive. Like, keep that guy in there. I know Mahomes is better. Yeah, he sucked. But Henny. But they had a lead. Like, keep Henny. If Henny, if Henny gets decapitated, okay, then you put <laughs> Mahomes back out there. But we have bigger fish to fry down the road. Or if the game gets tight, like, whatever, I get it. But Mahomes was literally limping around on what was clearly a sprained ankle or lower leg injury, which in football, not a good injury to have. I mean, there's no good injury to have, but particularly lower leg. I don't know. It's just, and I get like, 
I, I didn't watch any of the post game or anything, but I'm sure he was like, I'm sure the coaches have been like, well, he said he wanted to play. What yeah. are they paying well, you as a coach could, for? You could see him say like, no, getting pissed off when they sent him. Yeah, back to the locker he room. threw his helmet down. And said, okay, you got to trust your medical staff here. A bunch of tape isn't going to protect your fucking broken bone or sprained ligament or whatever the hell's going well, on. Well, I'm there. sure they did an X-ray. They said on the broadcast they did. They did an X-ray. They did. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. I watched. So I mean, it wasn't broken. Anyway. All right. So you don't. So you're rooting for KC. Because Andy Reid, uh, I mean, I'm, Philadelphia I'm not like crazy. I know you don't care either way. You just want to see a good game. I I really don't get care for uh, Burrow that much. He seems like no, a I fucking hate colossal him. asshole. He's a cock. All right, Todd, you went to New York City last week. How was that? Amazing. It's fine. All the people want to know, what <laughs> did you and Jeff do? We went out to dinner. Boom, in your face, motherfucker. Not in my face. I've been asking you to do that for five fucking years. It was good. I saw him. He hung out. Um, and hung out with his family Did you see the fam? Did you go to yeah, Andy? Yeah, we, oh, so you go see Andy? Just Jeff and I went out to eat, but... Um, Saw saw the wife and kids at their place for a while before and after nice. dinner. Oh, nice. Um, and then it was like 1130. I was like, I got to leave because they're like, oh, you're taking the train back? Yeah, you should leave. <laughs> oh, taking the train back to your hotel. Cause yeah, you yeah, because the they're like after 1130 or something. And they're like, that's that's when if you miss it, you're like standing around for 30 minutes versus like five or ten. I've been is, there before. Is what Jeff explained to me. I mean, I could, I could have He's gotten not an Uber or something, but I was, they're like, "Why don't you just get an Uber?" I was like, eh, "That's." I mean, I'm not in New York that often. Taking the train is fun, right? Like, <laughs> take the subway. Um, wait, was it the subway or the train? Subway. Subway. Okay. Um, so where'd you go to eat? What'd you have? Uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and I had Mexican food. I had. Uh, Jeff I is also is he a veggie? Nah, he's, or a he hasn't vegan? been vegetarian for a long time. Okay, he gave up on that shit. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so how's the fam doing? Fam is good. good. Um, How old are his kids now? They gotta be what, like twelve and nine, something like that. So his his younger son is yeah like twelve, and his daughter is probably fifteen. Oh, she's in high school. Wow, she might be fourteen. Wow, that's crazy. Those kids, they grow like weeds. Yeah, they really do. One day she's six, and the next day, high school. By the way, I mine she's a sophomore in high school, so she's probably 15. Okay. And they still live in uh, Brooklyn? Yes. Green But Point. a different place. Green Point. Uh, I mean, they've lived in this house for a while, five I, or six years, I, si- I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know when you last <laughs> saw him, but... Here's when I last saw him. They didn't have any kids, so oh. I think it's a different place. <laughs> yes, probably. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the last. Maybe they had, you know what? Maybe they did have one kid. It was like a three story place. It was very narrow. That might and be the just same place. Kept going up. It might be. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. No, no one cares. The time before that that I saw them, they lived in like a. It was like a giant studio essentially. The bathroom was like in the hallway. 
that's definitely an bad. older place. The, yeah, I think they do have three floors. It's like a townhouse kind of place. Pretty narrow. Do they have one of those um, things that you had in your first Portland apartment, like the big open space area that like a you go well? outside? A I light well? I don't think so. Not that I noticed. Oh, okay. Nah, and I've been upstairs matter. in their place before. This time I did not go upstairs. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, that's good. They're doing well. Seem to be doing just fine. Still um, doing the literary stuff. Yes. Making books happen in yes. a variety of ways. Yes. That's good. Nothing else of note happened in New York City? Um. Let's see. Do you have a slice of... Uh, Authentic New York st- New York style pizza hey, at Sabaro. Of course, not at Sabaro, but yes, I did have pizza a couple times. Famous Rays or original Rays? Not none of the Rays. I went to oh. shit. Now I can't remember the name of it. But a couple different places. One place, the guy was just like it. It was counter service, and uh, yeah. I walk in, and there's a there's a you know like a display case on the left side, register on the right. There's a woman working the register, and there's like this old—I don't know if he was Italian, but he had uh, old Italian Probably. kind of energy to him. Sure. Just like yelling. I love at to hear people. more about that. But go ahead. Just like oh, okay. yelling, yelling at people like, "Hey, get!" So slick back hair, chest hair, or slick back hair on top, chest he, hair. I mean, he was—he was, he was old gray, necklaces. but yeah, it was pretty slick back. They're like, yeah. they're like, ah, go to the side, go in front of the thing. So I do that. There's somebody at the thing. I go to the side, and then this other person just walks up in front of me. I'm like you guys like you told me to come over here the line was supposed to wrap to the left it did not because there weren't that many people Mm. there but whatever um i always like to order in new york style and say i would like a slice of plain instead of cheese um i did that and got some garlic knots at that place but the there was like a group of teenage girls that ordered basically two pizzas but like by the slice and he was sort of arguing mm. with them, like, do you got your slices? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're good. And they're like, no, 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 that's not right. Let me, he was just like getting all worked up. I was like, dude, fucking get out of the way. They're fine. Yeah, just he's, throw it in there, heat it up for eight minutes. It was one of those people minutes, like, that like, uh, he's inserting himself in, in areas that he thinks things are going wrong and did not to, need to be involved at all. Right. But pizza was pretty good. <clears throat> was it served on two paper plates? Uh, one my, for the grease, one to hold it. Nah, I don't think so. I don't know. I can't remember if I got one slice or two that time. Oh no, I got one. Slice I, I was about to say, I'm nuts. shocked that you said one slice. Oh, because of the garlic. Nuts. I think I was. I think it, I had already. The I was eating like weird schedule, so I had already eaten something else. So did you get like, Diet Yeah, I got Diet Coke. Got Diet Coke. Two liter, twenty ounce. No, no, no. I they had a fountain thing. Fountain. Oh, okay. There. Free refill on the way out? Probably. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I got and other rhetorical questions asked by Scott. <laughs> of course you got a fucking free refill. Who are, we, who are we kidding? I love this. You spend five days in New York City. What were the highlights? I got pizza. No shit. What I else? I did say you? that was the highlight. I mean, it was oh, okay. mostly working. I went to a couple record stores. Obviously. Um, saw a jazz show. I saw two jazz shows. Two I forgot shows. about that. Yeah, I saw um, world famous uh, shit. Now I'm for blanking on his name. World famous shit. Da- yep. David Murray at the Village Vanguard, a very famous Ooh. jazz venue. Indeed. Um, 
playing with uh, somewhat local upstart Luke Stewart, who is from the D.C. area on bass. Now, David Murray is on keys? No, he plays saxophone. Saxophone. I, I always get that confused. Marta Sanchez was playing piano, and then Casa mm. Overall was playing drums. All very good. Uh, Wait, the drummer's name was Casa Overall? Yeah. Like House name. Overall? Like wearing a pair Spanish. of overalls. Yeah. No, it's spelled like K-A-S-S-A, I believe. That was my second guess. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, so the, it's interesting that at the Village Vanguard, there's like a cover, and then there's a one-drink minimum, um, okay. which based on my sort of just eyeball observation of who was in the club, it was like, 80% foreigners, a couple of old jazz heads, and then just like uh, and you. Oh, some randos, yeah. But yeah. The, everyone seemed to be like, aside, there were like, there was a, like two sort of like, uh, how would I describe them? Kind of uh, garage rock dudes, like oh, big okay. tall dudes with long hair. The one guy had like a trucker hat on and like, like uh big framed glass yeah and had like a girl with him that looked they looked like they had just gotten off of harley's almost hang on, hang on. a girl with him well I, I you just imagine these dudes like walking around like they just come off of uh what's the thing in south dakota or north dakota the harley oh. festival um sturgis yeah. sturgis yeah they look like they came in from sturgis not exactly but they could they could be motorhead fans or zz top leather fans. jackets yeah chaps. a lot of that vibe well, no chaps but so they're sitting there like i think they actually ordered a couple drinks but everybody else was like <clears throat> like i ordered a diet coke it was five dollars i mean whatever it's fine and most yeah. people just got like like a beer or something or it's very water. weird because they or had seven. they had wait staff and like everybody had to get a drink but so they brought out all the receipts at the same time is an awkward thing because it wasn't like, like a, a natural like since everyone had to get a drink like <laughs> the ordering and like wait staff process was kind of yeah. strange but mm. it was yeah the show was awesome <clears throat> so was it because I, I i've been to a jazz show it was many it was my senior high school when i went to new orleans very authentic i probably talked about it on this podcast but it was in this very dingy place the seats were literally like concrete bleachers, like oh, just weird. two or like three or four rows of just concrete, like you would see at a high school, and and that was it. Like it was very tight. It was a thousand degrees. Everybody, obviously the musicians, but even the audience was sweating the entire time. Is that what? Like, did you go down into the bowels of a New you York did, City basement where rats running everywhere? You did go down. Uh, it was much more of like a nightclubby vibe. Like there's. Okay. Not so much a stage. I mean, there it might have been like a step up. Six inch raise. Yeah. 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 Um, there were little sort of like cocktail tables with two seats with behind the red them, candles. all facing the. Uh, it didn't have like the checkerboard tablecloth or anything, and then banquets. So it could have been a comedy sides. club too. Yeah, it, like very it's similar. Yeah, it was. I mean, it probably yeah. sat. If full, it might have sat like a hundred people because it went back pretty far, but they were probably like. I got you. 30 to 40 people there maybe oh okay um the life of a jazz musician i guess well it was i also went on like a wednesday night he played through 
basically all week. I think it was much busier towards the end of his run. Of course. And I noticed after the fact uh, that you could have gotten tickets $10 cheaper if you ordered by 3 p.m. I did not do that. Well, partially because I didn't know like what time we were ending work, so I didn't want to buy tickets and then not be able to. You didn't want to commit. Todd, on your deathbed, you will not remember the $10 additional. That you <laughs> yeah, paid no, I'm, I'm not upset about it. Just stating facts, son. Yeah. And then I went to another show at a place called The Stone, which is run by world-famous avant-garde musician John Zorn. Uh, Love John Zorn. Uh, which featured... The, so they have like a residency. So there's like one musician who brings in other musicians to play with him. Sure. And this guy was the drummer slash sort of electronics guy. So it was oh. him. His name is Chess Smith, I think. A bassist that I didn't know but was good. He also played a Moog synthesizer or Moog. Ooh. Mo- yeah, Moog. Moog's right. Um, and then Nate Woolley played trumpet and James Brandon Lewis on saxophone, which those are the two names that I knew. They're the reason I went. So bunch of all stars. (laughs) Fucking asshole. That show was really good too. Uh, That show was all, I would say 95% like older middle aged, like fifties and sixties white people, which I guess are the free jazz contingent and oh so that was more free jazz i was like is it more adult contemporary like no no i don't don't know like that one is 20 bucks cash you have to show proof proof of vaccination including a booster which i thought was interesting the woman next Mm. to me who decided she wanted to talk to me was like oh yeah my friend couldn't come because he left his dutch phone at home and that's what had his proof of vaccination i was like his dutch phone i it sounded like he was a dual citizen or a Dutch citizen and had a phone for work in the United States, but also had a Dutch uh, phone, but had left his Dutch I phone see. at home because he was in New York City. I was like, I'm, I really don't give a shit. Because she's like, I, I sat down next to her. Or maybe I was sitting down and she sat down next to her friends. And she's like, I have a friend coming. Would you, do you think we could fit? I was like, yeah, I'll scoot over. I mean, whatever. I was sitting in yeah. the front row. This was more like a, it's so it's part of the new school. So it's like basically yeah. like a university space with like whatever gotcha. normal chairs on uh, in like a very nice room, but like way newer and fancier. But the right. setup, setup is just <laughs> rows of chairs. Like there's no rake to the seating at all or anything. The new school is near the Brooklyn Bridge. Am I right about that? Like near the East uh, River? This is not. East side of Manhattan? Okay. I, mean, I It seemed like there were many multiples of buildings. Multiple so buildings. Yeah, part of it. that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And I was like, sure. And she's like, oh, he, he might not be able to make it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she just was like, blah, 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 blah. I was, right. Did not care. Here's cool. 10 more things you don't Th- care about. Thankfully, I'm tell they, <laughs> she shut up when the music started. So that was fine with me. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. Two good shows. I forgot about that. Two good shows. Uh, final question. Um, have you ever been to a jazz show and left and said that was not a good show? Uh, yeah, I have. Have you ever been to a jazz show that wasn't free jazz and said that was not a good show? Because I could fully it understand why you go to a jazz. free jazz show and be like, that was terrible. Because it sounded um, like they were killing a cats. A jazz show that was so a, a more standard hard a more standard that I did not care for classical jazz yeah um I can't I didn't think so think of one <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just love how you put the tag like it was a great show. I mean, normally, I <laughs> normally, like I am going to see someone that I've heard of or You've heard of them. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, not always the case, but right. Usually. Sure. Okay. Anything else from the NYC? The NYC. Uh, I can't think of anything. I feel like I have another fun story, but ooh, not really. I can't think of any. I didn't think so. Oh, I told my wife that uh, <clears throat> when I was going to visit our friend Jeff in Brooklyn, there was in one of the subway tunnels there was someone playing, I believe, the saxophone, playing a uh, instrumental rendition of "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion. <laughs> I almost took a video, but I was like, "There's." <laughs> It was a big space that they, I mean, great acoustics, but I was like, they're going to see me stopping and be like, you got to give me some money. And I was like, I'm not, not giving this person money, but it was, it was a, no cash. a quality rendition, but <laughs> I didn't, I didn't By the way, really want if to you're, encourage it. If you're enjoying it and thinking about posting it on Instagram, you can give the guy a dollar or two. Yeah, it's I know. not going to kill you. That. Help him out, especially if it was good. I mean, if it was terrible, then I... I tend to slide I mean, away from. Those, I would but... say the playing was good. The song was terrible because the song is terrible. But well, the song is terrible. I meant the musicianship. So yes, yeah, yeah. the playing. I should have given him a dollar or something. But and your terms. Well, next time. Oh well. Next time, do a good deed. Catch you on the flippity flop, bro. Catch you on the flippity flip. Um, office reference. All right, Todd. Uh, I hate to end the show on a downer, but I wanted to spend some time to. Um, Point out that uh, our good friend died this past yeah. week. Um, a guy we knew from our youth. A guy who, and I'll let you tell the full details of the Portland situation, but a guy who lived with you and Anne years ago for a number of weeks. Um, so yeah, Matt Johnson, who grew up in Columbia, went to our church, was in... Um, went to my the dining hall cult. Not your high school. Went to your high school, Spring Valley High School. Yeah, uh, he was in between your age, your my age and your age. I think he was just a year ahead of me, two years behind you. But um, yeah, he died tragically in a car accident this past week, and uh, leaving behind a wife and three kids, all of whom are quite young, from what I understand, uh, like I under think, eight. I think is no, what no, our father his told us. Oldest daughter is twelve. So oh, okay. 12, 9, and 7 or something like that. I don't remember the exact ages. Regardless. Yeah, not relevant. Maybe the youngest one was 7 or 8. I don't know. Um, but yeah, just uh, a terrible tragedy. I've been I've been looking at Facebook the past few days and, you Quite know, a, a bunch of people tribute, have been... I'd say, on Facebook. So people have been posting sort yeah. of on his wall memories of him, right. which is really nice. Very Although... well written. Long like memories, most of yeah. the memory or most of the tributes are from people who met him like in the last five years, but writing yes. very lengthy tributes. I was like, wow, I felt kind of, which, uh, I was kind of disappointed in myself. Cause I just had posted a picture before these tributes had started. Right. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. I, I wasn't sure if I should post something like that, but I, I, I hopefully these are like comforting to his friends and family. I don't know if they're reading them yet, like his direct. That's family. the whole point of doing that, I would think. I, yes. I I guess I had not seen that. I mean, thankfully, I haven't had a ton of friends die, but right. to uh, like in the Facebook era. But um, yes, yeah, I have not nice had any tributes. in the Facebook era. But well, yeah, no, I 
Now I have. That's right. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, again, he was he was a member of uh, DHE. He was the lead singer of Dining Hall Cult, which is a band that was around in the mid and late early mid and late nineties in the Columbia scene. Um, they played the first show I ever played uh, with with JYD. Uh, they were kind of the headliner. He also sang at a one of the greatest moments of my life, top 10 at least, when I played at the face-to-face show. Um, I think I've told that story in this podcast. I won't tell the whole story, but um, just because our band was so young, we didn't really have much in the way of vocals or or uh, Brian hadn't become the vocalist that you know he, he later would become. And so Matt was like, yeah, I'll just go up there and make up stuff. And so we played on face-to-face's equipment because their opening band didn't show up a handful of songs and Matt was just singing along with us, <laughs> which is pretty ballsy. Um, I think he, he may have known some of the words and he also he, very know, Matt just to be like, sure. Of course. This. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, I, so that, that's, that's kind of how, how I knew him, how, how, how we knew him. His brother was my age. He was the oldest of three brothers. His brother was my age. And so I was more friends with his younger brother, Andrew. Um, but you know, I, we'd be over at their house. They had a drum set in their quasi basement, which is very rare to have like an, a downstairs area in Columbia. It wasn't a true basement; it was kind of a walkout basement. But and you know, many times we'd be over there, and like all I wanted to do was play drums. Like that was my first. And this was like middle school age. I was like, I want to play drums. Let me play drums. And I remember playing. Uh, we played a Descendant song uh, once when I was over there. I think there was also you know there was guitars and amps and I think a piano down there. Or keyboard of some sort, but, um, but yeah, it was like the musical house to go to of, of the friends that I had. But, but yeah, Matt was um, like hyper intelligent, which you would not know if you just knew him from his, you know, rock and roll lifestyle, or from being the lead singer of, of a band. You just wouldn't think that. But uh, very smart. Went to USC. I think went to USC medical school. Um, was a uh, went on to become a, what type of doctor was he? I'm drawing a blank. He has some sort of dermopathologist, basically. I think he did. Pathologist. That's the term I couldn't think skin of. Skin stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. He apparently graduated summa cum laude. Like, yeah. Always a super smart guy. Yeah. Um, and super not nice. Like, and, not yeah. a nerd. Like, also. No. Got into the opposite a lot of, of trouble. Nerd. Or. I don't know if he actually got into trouble, but did a lot of stuff that should have gotten him in trouble. <laughs> he ran with the crowd that got into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think is the way to look at it. Um, but yeah, you just, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about this over the past couple of days. Like when you're in high school, you want to be one of three things. You want to either be a star athlete. You want to be a, a really good student, a star student, or you want to be, you know, something artsy, like, you know, be known for, for be, being in the school plays or being musical musically gifted or whatever it is. And a lot of us are lucky if we can be one of those things. Now, I don't remember Matt being a great athlete, although I saw a Facebook post the other day with him and, and, and he and Andrew on the same team in a North Springs rec league basketball thing. But I, I don't yeah, remember I Matt being Brandon, a great athlete. So it was Brandon Johnston with him. It, but, but I'm saying, well, whatever it was, it was him and his North Springs. Um, yeah, his classic uh, flared hair. Yes. He had like chin length yes, hair. Yes, exactly. Was as wide as exactly. it was tall. 
Correct. Correct. Um, so I, 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 maybe he was an okay athlete. I don't remember being a great athlete, but yeah, I don't again, summa cum laude <laughs> and, smart, and the lead singer and a lead singer in a band. Like, so he had two of those three things, which is just, again, I'm just tr- kind of speaking to, you know, he the unique person that he was. Well too. Like he could play, I think he could play. Yeah. No, no, no. I, of course. Yeah. I, I, he was, he was the lead singer of the band, but I, I think you're right. He probably played drums. I don't think I don't know that I ever saw. I'm him sure play he drums, could play drums and definitely. Could I'm play sure he guitar could. And bass. And I'm pretty he was sure in piano. other bands like later in his life too. Like he was in. I saw that. Like, I did see that band. in the many tributes. Yeah, he was in a number of other bands. So, um, but yeah, I know. Gosh, 12, 13, 14 years ago, he went out. Tell tell the story about um, when he came out and stayed with you guys in in Portland. Yeah, I guess. I don't know any of those details. I guess he was still in medical school or finishing up medical school, maybe. Oh, maybe that was even further ago. Or was was doing a residency. He was doing a pathology thing um, in Portland and was uh, working for the like the coroner's office or something. Yeah. (laughs) He he had all kinds of amazing stories. They're like all these. He said there are all these binders of like ways that people had died. And he's like, I'm basically just like looking through these and like (laughs) he was doing some autopsies as well. Um, Interesting. He was fascinated with it. And I was like, this is weird. But um, yeah, he he would basically he'd work from like, I don't know, eight to three. I think he borrowed my car that whole summer to go to work, basically. (laughs) so he lived with you guys. Yeah, he lived with us for for like I don't, two two and a half months, something. Yeah, six weeks for a long time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, it sounds weird now, but it didn't seem that strange at the time. For some reason, we're like, ah, cool, we can hang out here. He I mean, was, you guys had a guest room. He was probably yeah, he, was, a, he was a really perfectly good house guest. Great yeah, guest. He would like. Yeah. He didn't didn't need attention, but would like hang out with me. Like we talked about music a lot, and yeah. uh, he would like buy a different six pack every night and bring it home and drink it. He's like, man, you guys have so much good beer here. Six pack like, of beer. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we like went on hikes and did stuff around the city and it was just super nice time to hang out with him. Super chill. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it was weird. I mentioned this to you when you called and, and, and let me know what had happened last week, but it's, it's very odd timing. I had, I had posted this podcast the last time we did this and in the liner notes, I mentioned that we talked about no effects doing their, their final tour here in 2023 and out of the blue, I have not talked. I had not, I had not talked to Matt Johnson in 20 years, maybe 25 and out of the blue, he replied to that and said, you know, talked about how he'd had, you know, he wanted to see no effects or he didn't think he'd be able to make the show. And I was like, Oh, you should absolutely go. And I mean, that was literally two days before his accident. So it's, it's really, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things where, again, not, I mean, I hadn't, it's not that I hadn't talked to him intentionally and maybe I had, I mean, you know, maybe back when I'd go to Columbia for Christmas, like maybe we saw them at Christmas service yeah, or something. Sure. I'm sure you've seen him in 20 years. I'm sure, I'm sure I have. And probably, I don't know. I can't remember. It's weird how time works, but I think, I yeah. feel like I've seen him in the last five years, but it might've been 10. I don't know yeah. exactly. But you know, whatever we ha- we haven't hung out. He's always been we hadn't super hung out friendly, in a quarter. Though. Like if you walked up to of him course. now, he'd just be like, "Hey, Scott, what's up?" And just like nothing. Like like, like no we know, yeah. Passed, even if it don't, had only been of twenty course. years or had been right. twenty years. Yeah, had been yeah twenty or more. No, you're absolutely right about that. Um, 
but yeah, so that was just, that was kind of weird to me that that had happened. And then again, a couple days later, he, uh, he had his, his accident. So, I mean, um, I'll say too, I, he basically introduced yeah. me to like punk rock as well. Cause I remember he always really? had a bunch of tapes. Like he's the one who gave, gave, <laughs> that's all the, anyone uh, had back in the day. But yeah, I know. But like he introduced, so we used to have this thing called breakfast with Brad, who was our youth pastor. So every Tuesday we would eat at Hardee's. At Hardee's. And uh, I don't remember how, like, we started talking about, but, like, he introduced me to Screeching Weasel and Green Day. He's like, oh, you should check this out. And, like, I, I'm pretty sure he gave me the tape of uh, Screeching Weasel, No Effects, and Fugazi, which is Fugazi. A, a weird mix, but at the time worked great. Man, um, I've listened to that so many times. <laughs> we wore a hole in that tape, for sure. And, uh, yeah, because we used to talk, so we had... Like we were talked about music, like grunge music before that. And he's like, oh, you should check out some of this other stuff. And I was like, cool. And he's like, I remember him saying, like, he gave me either let me borrow a minor threat CD or gave me a tape. He's like, this is really heavy. So you might not like it. But I was like, all right. And I was like, I, I remember being like a little nervous to listen to. It and I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Pussy. So, well, I don't, I don't know. When I was in high school, like I had limited exposure to things. It's not like now where you can listen to any fucking song anytime. You yeah. Can. No, you're right. That's, that's how like you. This, oh, man, this is intense. You're like, all right. Not, that's not that how you learn like about new scared, music. Scared. But it, no, it I know was what you different mean. back then. Like, you're like, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. That kind of not, yeah. not nervous. Yeah. Just like. No, no, I, I know what see you see how this goes, and then being like, "Oh, this is actually really awesome." <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I credit him for introducing me to some. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I would have found it anyway, but he was sort right. of my conduit to it because again, That's like we said, he he uh, sort of he was a very free spirit, and that like his parents, I think, had probably pretty strict expectations on him, and yes. because he was naturally gifted, he just sort of met those, and then fucked around the rest of the time is my impression well and i think like high school years right and i think anyone and to a lesser degree you and i were like this too i think like if you're that great of a student i think your parents are like all right then you can do this thing too yeah yeah and sure he just kept doing more and more this things but he was still a great student they were like well fuck it i guess we'll just let him do whatever he wants (laughs) as long as he you know is dedicated to his schoolwork which he obviously was so um yeah, that 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 is that is interesting. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, but it, it I, I did not realize that he gave you that tape, or that he introduced you to that. Yeah. I so if a bunch if of he did stuff from him, then I could credit him and not you with introducing me to punk. Because that screeching the boogada 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 was the first album, like the first punk album I ever heard. Hundred percent, no question about it. And on that same tape with White Trash, he was in a bean, and then. Kill on the Undertaker is that the Fugazi? No, it was the thirteen songs. Oh, I I mean <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding. The first I've... half of that Fugazi album, it's it's more like two, like double LPs. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, I, I'm not kidding. I, I listened to that well over 150 times. Yeah, like that's, that, that's I definitely not an got that tape from him or dubbed it from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dubbed it because it was your handwriting. The one, the copy <laughs> that I have, it was your handwriting on the. On the but it wasn't cell. like I took. It wasn't like he gave me three separate things. He had already mashed those things right. together, and I just he made it. Yeah, <laughs> he made that very logical again connection between. I don't want to give him too much credit. Most of the way 
things were assembled onto cassette tapes back in the day was like, I have this, I have 45 minutes aside. Yeah. I have this this much thing, space. I looked at yeah. the runtime. It's 25 minutes. All right. I got 20 minutes left. And then I got another 45 minutes on the other side. Cause you see. didn't want a bunch of dead air at the end. Yeah, you yeah. have to fast forward through. You <laughs> wanted the music to end and it flips back over the front. Yeah, exactly. And you can start over. And you, but you didn't want to stop like, couldn't stop mid song. <clears throat> had to be the end of a track right. or whatever. Anyway. Right. Of so. course. <laughs> bunch of details with tape dubbing, which will never be relevant <laughs> again. Well, Ever. it's interesting. I feel like I had a stereo that like it had a CD player and a tape thing and it would calculate like where to st- like what song to stop the CD on to like one side of really? it. Really? I feel like it did that. Maybe I'm making that up. Fancy technology. You're <laughs> definitely making it was, up. It was not fancy. It's not a thing. I don't think it's still a thing. Um, <clears throat> I, don't, anyway. I don't think people make tapes off of CDs anymore. That's for damn sure. No, that's, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it was ever a thing. Even when that technology hit its peak, I think that still wasn't wasn't reality. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, like you know, uh, you know, just uh, when this happened, when I heard about it, like I started thinking back, and I was like, man, there were probably a lot of nights. I mean, obviously that face to face show is a perfect example, but a lot of nights hanging over at Steven's house, like with Mike and Steven, and 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 then Matt would show up, and Dan Burns, and just a bunch of people just hanging out again. Some of them probably doing things they shouldn't be doing, but just having a fun time, like you said, talking about music, um, even playing music on occasion if there were if there were instruments around. Um, and then I forgot about the breakfast breakfast with Brad thing. That was a real throwback. I did that for a couple of years. Um, <clears throat> I think he would have been gone by then because it was mid to late in my high school career. But or stop going. I don't know. I don't remember that specifically, but I mean, I uh, I did that with him definitely for I mean youth group and that sort of stuff for multiple years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, just uh, just tragic and yeah, uh, huge loss oh. for sure. Obviously to his family, but I mean all those things like we were talking about on Facebook. Clearly, he befriended pretty much everybody. He ever met and was a super Which, friendly guy, super nice. Everything I've read is not a surprise to me. Yeah, like everything, not, the, not all the good stuff people are saying, I'm like, yep. Like I can visualize him doing all the things that people are that people are saying For sure. on that page. So, and then uh, just one other thing that I thought about, because again, his younger brother, the middle brother of the, of the Johnson boys, uh, Andrew was was the kid that was my age. Uh, you know, you talk about people that we know that have died. Our good friend and arguably Andrew's best friend, I think, Wes Brown, died in January of 2003. I don't remember the exact date, but it's just, it's, again, one of those kind of weird things, like me oh, talking to Matt a couple of days before he dies. 20 years later, perhaps to the day, I, I don't know, but definitely to the month. Close enough. Uh, Andrew's brother died. It's just like, yeah, that's just, I mean, it sucks for everyone, obviously, but... Uh, certainly the the family most of all, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's rough, a rough uh, anniversary, if you will, on on Wes's death to have have your your own brother die tragically and far too soon, far too early. So anyway, yeah, like you said, obviously share that sentiment. Um, you know, family, friends, and I, I I do hope that those things that people are saying are are comforting in some way. I never. I'm never, I'm terrible with these situations. I never know, like, do I say something? Do I not say something? Like, 
I never met his wife. I never. I don't know his kids. Obviously, uh, I met his wife. I, his wife came out did you? to visit him, or came out later. I feel like they might have come out again. She definitely hung out oh, at really? our house. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Super nice. Um, obviously. Sure. As you would expect. Um, but you know, I certainly, I, I know <laughs> not both as his brothers, as Matt, but hard to be if you're third. Uh, him, that would be a challenge. I think that's a big <laughs> bar. That's a big bar to hurdle over. So. Um, but anyway, so, and then uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. I'm going to try to to join. I have a pretty busy work day, but the the service is tomorrow as we're recording this. So January 27th. Um, and yeah, the, it's like being stream. Yeah, it's live streaming. So I'm going to try to tune in as, as is best it I can. Is three East Coast time? It is three East Coast time. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to try. Yeah, because it's one my too. time. So I'm going to try to see what that's like and hopefully it's a a good celebration of life uh as those things can sometimes be sometimes they are positive sometimes they're more somber i'd like to think that he would have wanted it to be a more positive uh celebration so definitely we shall see we shall see um but anyway so yeah uh just wanted to talk about that get the word out let people know and uh yeah, again, thoughts and prayers, as the people say. Yeah. Our thoughts and prayers with R. the R. families. The families and the friends. So after 50 minutes of utter stupidity and chicanery, wanted to close the show out with a serious topic. So, uh, And I'll be sure to put in the liner notes, if you'd like to hear us talk about, say, nice things about our friend who unfortunately passed away, you can fast forward to this point in the program. Jump to this spot. So that you don't have to listen to all the other crap that we talked about tonight. But um, anyway, so with that, uh, we'll wrap up the show tonight. Uh, yeah, thanks for everybody that, that listened. Uh, check us out, bropodnetwork.com. Shoot us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. And uh, check us out on the Twitters and the Instagrams, the underscore bro underscore pod. Uh, we will... If it worked out and looks good and sounds good, we will be uploading video for the first time. So you can see how much I look like a certain Weirdo. breed of collie, um, a dog breed with the stupid <laughs> hair that I just noticed is very poofy. And I think the light behind it does not make yeah. it look any better than it is. It's Again, I skied all day. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a there's a backlight that's not making it look I seriously yeah, look like it's, a... It's not the lighting that's that's making it look oh, bad. It just looks okay. bad. Thanks. Well, feelings mutual. Anyway, um, so you might be watching this right now. but uh, So, yeah, hit us up if you have any comments about that. Do you like the video? Do you not care? Is it stupid? Is it funny? Is it helpful? Ignore the fact of the stuff we talked about for the first 20 minutes of the show. I, I know that's not funny. Todd looking up various lift ticket prices. But uh, the content shit. people really want to know the sugar yeah. or beach man 2023 <laughs> kicking off with a bang guys love hearing that love hearing is it, Todd's this isn't our first show of 2023 no 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 it's our fourth I think but beside the point anyway um, so yes we thank you uh, for joining us we thank you all for listening and until next week everybody Peace.
Without fading, I did the sun.